Okay, away we go. It's another big uh, Ball Guys podcast getting underway. Uh, my friend Jeffrey Spence is here, and uh, we've got a special guest. Spencey, go ahead and introduce our buddy John here. Well, we were hoping to surprise a couple of the guys that are normally a part of this yeah. Ball Guys podcast, but uh, John Flint, also known as John Serio, is a, a former radio personality from Mankato. I started my broadcast career with John. We we don't need to mention how many years ago that was. <laughs> Two, three, four. <laughs> Who's well, counting? You don't, look any, you don't look any older, bro, if that's any consolation. I wish I could say the same thing. What are you talking about? Thank you. I appreciate that. John went to Mankato State or Minnesota State now. Spent much of his youth uh, growing up in Burnsville. And then he bounced around a little bit. Now he's, he's still in radio doing uh, mornings on KSON in yes. San Diego. And yes. he, of course, because we're leading up to the big Monday night game, he's also a lifelong Bears fan. I am. Um, first of all, do we talk about the surprise that you had set up? Because, you know, I used to do a morning show out there in Mankato for a long time. Man. Oh, yeah. Well, that was going to be the fun because yeah. you, you did mornings on the station we were at in KXLP years ago with Gully. I'm like, well, we'll bring you both on. It'll be a little bit of surprise. We're close to the holidays, and Gully is golfing. <laughs> Uh, it was the show with John and Gully. It was my first ever morning show. Uh, and I should say, Spency and I actually started together at the same time, part-time on KXLP. We have literally been in radio at the same for the same, I think, the same amount of time. Uh, I love how much you're killing it out there, man. I love the fact that you're the boss and you're doing your own show. Super, super <laughs> cool, man. And you had to put up with my stupid ass for so long when I was a kid and knew it all. Um, I'm very happy for you. Well, thank you. It's uh, great to, to see you again. Also, by the way, a little another blast from the past quick, and then we can talk about the Bears and the, and the Vikings. But Montana says hi to you. Oh, my God. Where is she now? Uh, she is in Minnesota. She's not in radio, but she does a segment with me every Friday, This Week in Rock. So she joins me every Friday morning. Awesome. Speaking yeah. of Montana, uh, Montana is a very mountainous state. Is that still happening with Montana as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would assume. I would assume, yeah. I see what you did. I'm divorced. I can say that. <laughs> well, let's talk a little Vikings-Bears. What do you think? What do I think? Okay, uh, let's see. What do I think? I think that there's no way that your Vikings lose this week unless they remember they're the 2021 Vikings. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Well, the I mean, game, you the should game win this game good. going running away, literally running right. away. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, the Bears, if they had just played the second quarter on Sunday night, would have destroyed the Packers. Um, but the Bears are horrible this year. I mean, we saw what happened when they came down to earth in the second half. I don't know if you guys watched the Sunday night game. I'm assuming you did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're no good. Uh, we're, we need a lot of help. We need a new coach. We need a new system. I like our quarterback. I, I am cautious, cautiously optimistic about him. We are dying for receivers. So, you guys don't need those. You don't need a running game. You don't need a quarterback. You just need to find a coach that can get you guys to win a game. <laughs> as far as I see, am I wrong? No, you're dead on. You're dead on. Yeah, I think that's coming too. I think uh, I think probably they're waiting till the end of the uh, season to pull the plug on all that. Why? Uh, Why wouldn't you fire him after you guys crap the bed against? Oh, the absolutely. I would have fired him four weeks ago. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No. Right. I, I I don't know what it is, but. Um, it's frustrating as hell as a fan because 
I just think it, it sends the, the wrong message to everybody, to the, to the team, to the locker room. I think it sends the wrong message to fans. And you get a fan base that in another few weeks has to renew their uh, season tickets at the, uh, at the stadium, the big stadium. And you want to hold on to those people. You don't want to have happen to the Vikings what's happened to Twins fans right now where everybody's jumping ship after a bad season. So you would think you'd want to send a message that this is unacceptable and that we're taking steps to make things better. And they're not. So so what if they what if they do make the playoffs? What if they go on a run? They no beat way. the Bears twice. They take care of the Rams probably still lose in Lambeau. <sighs> Uh, you hold I, on to them they, get trounced. they get trounced because they'd be the they'd be the last seed getting in. They'd be the seventh seed, and they'd have to they'd have to play a top seed. And you've got what three teams right now at ten and three. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, they're not, any of those? They're not even a, they're not even the upper echelon of 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 um of their mm-hmm. own division, let alone their conference. So I I don't see it happening. And I think the last thing you guys want is for the Vikings to make the playoffs, right? If you want your coach gone, right? I mean. To get a start, yeah. Who gets fired first, Nagy or your guy? <laughs> Maybe the same day. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think it's going to. I think the season will be over, and the next day, or the, as soon as the season is over, Nagy's probably told the the night that we lose that he's gone. I've watched a ton of the Bears games. I I know their defense is really good. I think they're a top ten defense. They're, I know they've struggled though offensively, especially with the quarterback. I know you're bringing in a new guy. There's going to be some ups and downs, but their defense seems to be pretty solid, at least on paper anyway, John. I mean, I don't know, man. They, I forgot. <laughs> Who did they just lose to? Oh, they just lost to, a, was it Baltimore a couple weeks ago? And uh, they, I forgot who, at this point, I forgot who, who ran the touchdown in. But it was a ridiculous, they missed like 10 tackle. This is not the Bears defensive path. Listen, they played, yeah. they played a very good first half against the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers went in the locker room. They said, okay, we expected this. These two teams get together. They get a, There's a punch in the face here and there. But what did the Packers do? They just did this, did this. They come out in the second half, and it was like, okay, we fixed what we had to fix. The Bears never do that. They just don't do that. They, they run out of gas. It literally, at the third quarter, they're done. Um, I know that probably sounds familiar to you guys as well. Oh, yeah. you, guys wait, you guys wait till the fourth. Yep. Um, and sometimes the last couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I, well, so what's Monday night? The who's shittier bowl? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I know that you guys should win. I'm expecting us to lose. I would love to have an early Christmas present. There's nothing I love better than seeing you guys go down, except seeing the, the pack go down. Um, <laughs> that said, I don't see it happening. I think you're going to get a win. Well, I tell you what, we have some serious problems, especially in, Greg knows this. We have issues of playing in Chicago. We have some we horror, just yeah. horror, horrible games, the long history of going to Chicago. Here's, well, the, num- here's the number, guys, so, real quick. Since 2000, Vikings, five wins, 15 losses at Soldier Field. Ew. Love the sound of that. Ouch. <laughs> That's not <laughs> Do you guys, what do you guys think of our new quarterback? Uh, when he's protected, he he's he's exciting. He's a thrill. But we've seen some games, John, where he's just been absolutely running for his life. Oof. I know. That's what yeah, I'm worried about. More, I'm more worried about his spirit getting crushed than yeah. his body getting crushed right now. Uh, I would have been perfectly content with how watching him hold a clipboard this season and maybe even next season, the way uh, that douchebag did in Green Bay. But um, 
it, it didn't happen that way. And now this is what we got. And yeah, he has shown some promise. I'd like to, I'd like to see him in a better system. And I'd like to see him not hold on to the ball as long as he does. And, but you know, typical rookie stuff. I'm, I'm, I am, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. I think with a, with a better offensive line. Yeah. yeah. And, a, and a probably a better scheme too, that fits his talent better, but we'll, we'll see what they decide to do. But I think, yeah, your, your upside with fields is, is fantastic. We're going to be bigger story right now. At, what's that? We're going to be chasing this guy for yeah. years to come right. as Viking fans. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yep. Well, the bigger story right now is where the hell's Gully? I mean, come on, man. I got work to do here. Golfing. He thinks he's I, like John I, Daly. He thinks he's Tiger Woods out there. My God. See, look at the reunion he's missed. I, listen, years and, I, uh, oh. I've seen Gully uh, uh, online recently. He looks a lot more like John Daly than Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about his hair since he's not here? Or? No, <laughs> yeah. Make fun of people. It, with it, it, it's it's the mid it's the mid uh, the midlife crisis look. It's a good look though. It's a really good look for him. Um, no, it's not. But listen, I really appreciate you guys setting this up, Spencey. It's been so long since I've seen you, man, and you guys all look great. And every time I come back to Mankato, uh, which is very rare, but whenever I do, I love to just crank crank all the radio stations I used to compete against and station <laughs> I used to be on, which I think is a country station now, right? The frequency, yeah, the frequency is the station. But, down a bit, yeah. I mean, I have such great, not to get off the football topic, but I have such great memories of, and, and it wasn't great then because we were all so poor and, you know, we used to steal toilet paper from work and, you know, <laughs> call up Domino's. I got five CDs here. Can we get a couple pizzas at night? We used to do it all the time, man. But it was great. We were all in it together. We all thought the boss sucked together. We all thought our pay sucked together, but we all loved radio so much together. And it, I mean, it, I really have a lot of very warm feelings about my time there, man. I really, really do. What, what I really like, John, is that group that we started with. Most of those people, the honor people anyway, are still in radio. Completely unusual, too, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, so many of my friends who are so talented get so burned out. And it's such a shame. That's one of the things I hate about this business probably the most is that it, 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 it does. Much like I'm worried about my quarterback, Mr. Fields, getting a spirit crush. It does crush a lot of spirits as well. And, and uh People are like, either it's like, I can't get up this early anymore, or I just can't take the low pay anymore in some places, or I can't take, you know, just corporate radio <clears throat> destroying this business, like in my case. I'm sorry. And it's just, it does. It really does, you know, cause a lot of really talented people to to, to walk away when they probably could be very successful in this business if they just gave it a chance. So that's really very, very cool and very unusual because we're all still doing it, right? I mean... I think we're all still doing it. I think that the most of the people that we were started with are still doing radio, which is fantastic. I mean, and, and Gully, despite the fact that he retired, I mean, he's in between like brushing his hair, he's still on the air a lot, right? <laughs> right. Oh yeah, yeah. We put him to work for sure. I love that kid. I love him. Hey, once radio gets in your blood, man, it's like uh, it's like COVID. It's hard to get rid of. It really is. It just. Uh, <laughs> that's why he's still doing it, right? He doesn't have to do this. I think yeah. I just found the new slogan for our morning show. John and Tammy in the morning, we're like COVID. Hard to get rid of. <laughs> hard to get rid of. Nothing else. You've made me feel like the new guy, even though I've been in the market 24 years. Uh, you know, I feel like a, the new kid because you're like, ah, oh, Greg Travis, what's that guy all about? So I, well, it's nice to find I've, I've heard good things. And, and again, I love the sound of your radio station. Um, I, I am a radio nerd, so when I do get to town, I always turn the radio on. I mean, that's yeah. where 
grew up, I mean, that's where I grew up professionally. My first radio job was in Mankato at the now, uh, well, very much dead KRNR on campus at uh, Mankato oh, State. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a, it's so stupid. It was a cable FM. I mean, everything about this sentence is antiquated. It <laughs> right? was a cable FM. You had to go to a store, a radio shack. I mean, everything about the story is extinct. You had to go to a radio shack by a, a special cord so you can hear our, our station. Our station was awesome, but like 10 people heard it. And the ones that did, once they figured out they can also get Minneapolis stations, if they had the cable attached, well, you do the Bye-bye. math. But it did, it did get me off my ass to go down and walk down the street um, and get a, apply for a job at KXLP, the, at that time, Classic Rock, and get abused by probably one of the worst men in the history of radio. Rick Williams was his name. And uh, Shout so out. Oh. Amen. <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible man. But, I mean, I have nothing bad to say about it other than that because I got a morning show out of it, and that's how I discovered what I really wanted to do. And I finally got my dad off my back by saying, this is what I want to do. I want to do morning radio. Well, you do an outstanding job. I listen right. to well done on your St. Jude Radiothon the other day, too. Oh, thank you, man. That means a lot. Thank you. It's it's never uh I never take that for granted. It's the best thing we do. So thank you for that. Have a Merry Christmas. I know you're busy. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Maybe yeah. we'll get in touch with you with a ball guys down the road and gully will no. actually show up. There I mean you know. seriously, gully. You don't need yeah. to have balls to be on ball guys. So it's 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 wonderful. <laughs> hey, uh, when, I, when I steal my roll of toilet paper on the way out of work today, I'll think of you. <laughs> and subway subway certificates too. Man. I, I used to have to do like the three different subways in Mankato so I didn't arouse suspicion. Like I, I just keep winning contests. I don't know what's the weirdest thing. thing. It's the weirdest thing. By the way, it's not good to steal from work. That was that I'm not encouraging anything if there's young no. listeners out there. No. I just uh when you get paid eighteen thousand dollars a year, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, it's a victimless crime. It really is. <laughs> John, Merry Christmas. Thanks again for your time, hey, brother. guys, all my best to you. I love Mankato. Greg, nice to meet you. Spencey, man, it's been too long. Love you, kid. Take care of yourself and that beautiful yeah. family of yours, man. Will do. You too. Right. Bye now. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. Too yeah. bad. Too yeah. bad the other schmoes weren't here to uh, <laughs> have some fun with John. Uh, huge Bears guy, and we have some horrors on that soldier field. I, I sure do. Some of those and get a win because we're still in it right there are five teams though sitting at yeah. six and seven yeah five that's that's the thing see you know that that that's what scares me a five-way tie for that last wild card playoff spot so if you don't run the table you're relying on four other teams to not do well so you've got washington football team you've got eagles you got falcons and you got saints now Ugh, the saints god i hate them um so you've got yeah you, you got to take care of your own business, but it's a tall order. That That's a tough four games for the Vikings to wrap up the season with. Yeah, when you've got the Packers and the Rams in the middle of that, you, yes, you should beat the Bears twice, right? But you still you have the Rams and the Packers sitting there. And... Yep, the Bears are 4-9, and nine, by the way. I didn't want to cause John to bust into tears, but uh, a 101 101- point differential they've scored 231 they've given up 332 so it's not it's not good in the windy city that's for sure okay so here's something i want to play for you and and listen to this i don't know if you've heard this yet or not but there was some speculation on a vikings website this week that perhaps head coach mike zimmer has already been told he's out at the end of the season the reason they bring this up zimmer does uh, uh one of his zoom meetings with the media 
and this is right after the uh, the next day after the loss or the uh, the uh, oh, they almost they almost blew the lead. They did beat Pittsburgh. I mean, it feels like a loss, right? Because we almost blew yeah. a twenty nine point lead. But listen, does he sound? Does Mike Zimmer in the in the press conference, the Zoom meeting, sound like he's choked up, like he's almost holding back tears? The sniffles. Listen to this. Okay, after watching the tape, um, you know, there's a lot of good things in the first half, obviously. Um, you know, we played really well, really both sides of the ball. Um, you know, the second half, uh, honestly, was really disappointing. Uh, you know, we talked about details all week. And then, uh, you know, we had a lot of guys that, you know, were mm. poor technique errors or lineman errors or, <clears throat> you know, kind of getting away from doing doing their own own thing and so um i'm gonna say on them hard try and get them back to uh being a lot more consistent than than what we were what the heck was that was that odd or am i reading too much into no that? i i hear it when you when you were playing man like right. i hear that tone like he's choked up like he got some bad news of some sort right right so i don't know i don't know if they they told him they were going to drop the hammer if his girlfriend broke up with him, his hot, hot model girlfriend, I don't know, but there's something. He's very emotional in that clip. Uh-huh. I hear it, too. I don't know what, what he heard or if, or if we're reading something into it, but his voice does sound off for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that. something's going on there. Well, uh, I was all jazzed up to watch the uh, Minnesota Wild game last night. That was going to be a good game, too. Uh, that was Carolina, right? The Hurricane? Yep. Right. Yep. And those are two of the best teams in the NHL. They would have been butting heads at the X, and it gets scrubbed because of uh, COVID protocols with Carolina, correct? How many players? A lot. I think they had two earlier in the week. Then they had four, like four day of, so up to six Ooh. or more out with the COVID-19 protocol stuff. So Yeah. And I would have liked to seen uh how the wild fared against carolina we we kind of had a couple of bad games over the weekend we had that eight game winning streak right and things were just going marvelously and then two straight losses over the weekend the kings saturday uh that was the close one right and then the gold knights gold knights on sunday we give up what six goals in that game that's not good yeah it, it, well, it wasn't one of them uh an empty netter at the end i because it was it was five to four, yeah. But I think we may have pulled the goalie and they got one. Okay. I know they did because they they got Talbot gave up five. I know we gave up six in the game, so they must have pulled the goalie, and they got that last one in on us. But yeah, they just I don't know they I don't know if they're a little tired or something there on on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I think they're going to be all right. I think I think the big difference this year, Bill Guerin. I just think he's the best general manager of a pro sports team that we've got in Minnesota. Can you name a better one right now or no, no, I can't. No, I, I agree with you. His, his attitude right from the, from the start of this thing was, uh, Hey, we're, we're in this thing t- to win. And he, he's turned it around fast. Yes. <laughs> and, and to be honest, I don't think, I don't think he'd hesitate to pull the trigger on a trade. And I know that topics come up a little bit if he felt it made the team better. And I know, I know you don't you don't want to mess with that magic chemistry word, right? On a team, especially when they're going this well, and they they win eight in a row. I don't think Bill Gary. I think he's got the stones to do something like that if he really felt it made them better. Well, yeah, because I I have seen some rumors, and again, I don't know where they start with like Fiala being dealt here. Or there, I 
I I kind of hope we hold on to him. Yeah, he's not one of the guys we, we end up trading. But yeah, you're right. He, I know he he does have the balls to do something like that. But I, I'm hoping that they don't because I really like Viella too. But well, well, I guess we'll see. But so you're a, you're a chemistry guy. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You've got 39 <laughs> points. It's the most in the West. I why why mess with chemistry right now, right? I, maybe maybe he maybe he'll feel like if I had this this one piece. That would get us over a hump, right? That would get us really deep into the playoffs. Maybe he looks at it that way. I mean, I know obviously we could use a, a number one centerman, but that those those aren't growing on trees. People aren't just giving those away, so that probably wouldn't be who you'd get. Unless you can find someone who can really score, that can really yeah. maybe you know, fire up the power play. That's kind of maybe been the only one reason. Thing that kind of struggled for a while is their power play a little bit, but I I don't know who's out there you could get where you wouldn't have to give up a lot. But yeah, he's uh, he impresses me as a general manager. I like his uh, his attitude. Remember at the beginning of the year when they were doing the interviews and and uh, he was on which player was he on with? And they were saying, "Oh, what what would be your goals for this year?" I believe that was Spurgeon. Because he, he said Spurgey, and then Spurgey's like, uh, to work hard and have fun or something. And Garen almost cut him off. And no, that, we're going to F and win. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I, I would love to see that attitude all around the, the pro sports teams here in this state. Uh, let's talk some T Wolves. Let's see. They snapped their five game losing streak uh, Sunday night at Portland. D'Angelo Russell came back. He'd missed a bunch of games with a bad ankle. Uh, he knocked in uh, 18, and uh, so even with a five-game losing skid, we're still 12 and 15. So, I mean, compared to other, I mean, the bar set so low for the Timberwolves, but well, it's it's not. Yeah, I watched a, a good bunch of those games, or more, a chunk of those games, and God, you, they gave up for a while. There it was like two or three games in a row where they were giving up three pointers, like nothing, like God. Yeah. God, I, I know they're different with D'Lo out of the lineup, but still, you got to get a hand in your face. You can't give up, you know, 20 some three pointers. I forget who they're playing that they gave up all of. There's like two games in a row. Remember that? We gave up a, a crap ton of three pointers. My God, dang it, get in somebody's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it, make it difficult. Steph Curry, speaking of three pointers, sets the record last night, uh, Spence, for most. Most three pointers made, and uh, he, 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 boy, that that's going to be. I mean, he's got another what, four or five years in him, probably. Oh my God, yeah. How's anybody yeah. ever going to touch that record? I don't think they will. Well, it's all about the threes now, anyway. So, so maybe yeah. somebody does catch him down the road, but maybe, yeah, you never say never. The other thing with 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 the wolves are are they losing not on purpose, right? Are they trying to you know to keep the attendance down because not to be a huge conspiracy guy, but there's a lot of theories that maybe the Timberwolves are projected to be moved to Seattle, that when the new ownership group comes in, a rod wants to move the team to Seattle. Don't say that. If, if there's not an NBA expansion, that is a possibility. Huh? And you know, uh, you know who thinks that? Who's that? Kevin Garnett. Oh, Kevin. Oh, really? He's one of you. If you can Google this, you can pull it up. But Kevin really? One of the people that thinks that A-Rod wants to move the team to Seattle. Huh. What if he's just stirring? You think he's stirring the pot though? He's a little bit of a, he's got some, uh, he's got some pretty raw feelings about Minnesota, Kevin Garnett. Uh, yes, absolutely true. But if the NBA doesn't do their expansion and I know Seattle's like number one on the list to get a team, 
if they don't expand, then with with low in, attendance and the mm. arena not being the the best to yeah. compete, I'm I'm worried. I'm worried about that. I, I was very surprised at Kevin again. He has jaded a little bit, but I I was kind of surprised by Kevin Garnett's comments on that. Didn't we almost lose him one other time? weren't they going to was it charlotte or something and taylor saved them wow that was in the was that the 25 30 years ago probably a long time ago now Uh, yeah yeah well the basketball team that's really hogging the spotlight right now is go for men's and uh how about that big upset win on the road against michigan last weekend i'm pissed because i missed it i forgot they were even playing and all of a sudden you're like Holy smokes, what a win. 75-65 over the Wolverines, and they hadn't won a game there in a decade. That was big. Yeah, that was huge. That was a lot of fun. I got to see half of that game, but even in the game that they got beat earlier in the week, they just didn't shoot well against Michigan State, but they mm-hmm. still played their butt off and mm-hmm. came back and got it to single digits. Yeah, it wasn't a blowout. No, they don't give up. Boy, I, I like the, the fire that they play with. Uh, a couple of guys, because I know I'm like everybody else, who's on this team? Two names to remember. There's others, but uh, Battle and Willis, I think. Jamison Battle with 27 against Mission, uh, Michigan. Peyton Willis with 17. Those are a couple of names to remember. I think they're both senior transfers, but, you know, enjoy them for this season. They had a lot of uh, uh, experience, and, and they're shooters. They've got, what, this week off. I don't think they played again until next week, so. Yeah, they they beat uh, something called Texas A and M Corpus Christi at the at the barn last night. Uh, so they're uh, they won that one, but they committed the Gophers did twenty seven turnovers in that game. They got to they got to clean that up. Yeah, you, if you can turn the ball over that much and uh, still win, still win. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this: Can Ben Johnson, the head coach of the Gopher men? Uh, can he walk on water and turn uh, water into wine? Because this guy's a miracle worker. He came in with nothing, right? Basically, one player, one returning player, and he's got him eight and one. I mean, yeah. who's uh, the? Uh, oh my God, I'm having a brain fart. Who's the Michigan State head coach? Uh, Izzo. Yeah. Okay. He came out prior to the game and he said, "Ben's probably the leading candidate right now for Big Ten Coach of the Year." Oh geez. Well, it's yeah, it's early, but God, how how could you argue with that? He's just making something out of nothing. Lord, nine and one, yeah, it's unbelievable. Well, we touched on the COVID a little bit uh, earlier, but COVID really wreaking havoc on professional sports. Here's the latest today: uh, you got three leagues dealing with big time COVID issues. So, with ten players and a bunch of staff members in the NBA's health and safety protocols. The league postponed at least two Chicago Bulls games. The Nets have a bunch of players ruled out. Hockey's a mess. We talked about Carolina, uh, Calgary Flames dealing with outbreaks, and the NFL has also been impacted over the last two days. 75 players in the NFL have tested positive. For the Vikings, uh, Alexander Madison, Dede Westbrook, it's not looking good. No, I, I wonder how many of those, probably quite a few of them, probably do have the vaccine. Mm-hmm. But still still yep. got the same thing. So, yeah, it gives it doesn't. Yeah, the vaccine's good. Get the vaccine, but yeah, it won't necessarily prevent you from getting it, but hopefully not a serious case of it. Um, I, I, I worry though. It makes me nervous about what precautions will have to be taken if this doesn't slow down. Um, I, if we'll have to revert to some of the 
Some of the uh, plans they had last year in 2020 with, you know, adjusting things because they don't want it to spread anymore. God, I hope not. Gee, I know. I hope not. Yeah. I don't want to see any more cutouts. I don't want any more fan cutouts in the seats. I don't want the, I don't want the fake applause. <laughs> I don't want any of that stuff. Amen. So over that. Well, uh, I guess we can wrap it up. I mean, that's that, that's kind of going to be it. I get when we're when we're back. Uh, after the holidays, we'll have uh, a pretty good idea of how things sit with the Vikings and the coaching situation and COVID and all of that. So uh, I guess we'll wish everybody a, a very Merry Christmas and we'll say to uh, Gully and to uh, George in <laughs> here today. And uh, Spencey, to you and everybody else, Merry Christmas. Thank you and Merry Christmas to you. All right. We'll catch you soon. We'll catch you in 2022.